Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Jordan dives into the minds of fascinating people, from athletes, authors, and scientists, to mobsters, spies, and hostage negotiators, all with the noble cause to make you a more informed, critical thinker to operate better in today's world. Jordan's also got a fun weekly segment, Feedback Friday, where he covers advice on everything from escaping a cult or psycho family situations to relationships and networking to even just asking for a raise. Point blank. Jordan Harbinger is smart, funny, and easy to listen to. You'll be pressed to find an episode without excellent conversation, a few laughs, and actionable advice that can directly improve your life. You can't go wrong with adding The Jordan Harbinger Show to your rotation. It's incredibly interesting. There's never a dull show. Search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Great Wizard Bukake, your host. Things are getting more complicated in Asgard. Quinny was forced to face off with Fallenmire Pink Blossom, who caught him in an envoy's room. Butthole began planning a magic school with his council of wizards before handing it off to Annan. And Juniper and Reginald will soon be returning to report they couldn't find Raish. Can our heroes rebuild a nation before it's destroyed by its enemies? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons! Juniper and Reginald, you arrive back to the Black Castle with bad news. Bad news to deliver. You were unable to find Raish Gray in your search. You were unable to find Raish Gray's body in your search. But you have returned with a plan to ask Sildar, the tour guide, for lack of a better term, the handler for the Lord's Alliance crew, to investigate Raish's room in the hopes of finding some leads. But to the best of your knowledge, Juniper, it would seem that they have fled the city. So, you arrive back, timeline-wise, with our previous couple episodes, roughly around the time that Quinny is marching Falmire Pink Blossom into the hallway, <laughs> and Butthole, you've just finished conferring with Balthazar Durian and the other two wizards. So, the two of you um, ride up on your, as we've established, better-than-random-nobles horses, mm-hmm. ride up to the castle... You have to seek out Sildar, you have to update Butthole, you probably got some information for Quinny. Juniper, what would you like to do? Oh, we'll update Butthole first, because I'm not I'm not going to start contacting envoys without Butthole's express go-ahead. 
Great. Okay. Yeah. And Reginald, where would you be headed? He'll just follow along. He's kind of just here to do whatever. Great. Plus, so, if, he, <laughs> if he follows and she gives the bad news, he's not in trouble. So that feels like a good thing. Like, this is a Juniper mission where he was here to help, you know, but it was a Juniper mission that brought no results. Oh, my God. He doesn't say that out loud, but he thinks it because <laughs> that's who he is. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. So uh, the two of you make your way into the elevator of victory and ride it up to the royal floor. Mm-hmm. You exit uh, and kind of enter the royal chambers uh, to find Annan and Butthole in deep conversation. Um, Annan just saying like, okay, uh, so we'll send word to Baldur's Gate. We'll see if we can ascertain the status of Figplot. And also I will look into exactly how much for Adamantine we're going to have to burn. She says, looking at your city character sheet that will suffer dearly for this. Um, and then uh, she says, okay, all right, I think I've got enough for now. Um, we're going to make Great. this work, sir. I assure you we will make this work. If we can make a whole fucking country work, we can make a school work. At least we didn't buy a zoo. Uh, and with that, she uh, nods to uh, Reginald and Juniper and uh, sort of rushes off with, with more to Unless you had anything to say to her on the way out, Ryan. No, I think Butthole's just thinking, like, a zoo it would be good for tourism, which means we could make money, but we live in a desert. Now, nah, do you know what? It's it, She's right. The zoo would not be a good call. Fair enough. Juniper, you roll in with Reginald hot on your heels. Mm-hmm. Maybe not a zoo, but an arboretum. Hello, your majesty. Do I call you your majesty? I don't know if we ever decided. We didn't really get too technical on it. I would say... In private, if it's just us, you don't need to use the Your Majesty thing. But if anybody else is pregnant, I almost said pregnant. That'd be wild. That doesn't mean you have to call me different things. But like, oh, if wow. anybody else is present, if they're here, then uh, yeah, you're going to have to go with the Your Majesty, Your Highness, all that kind of royal claptrap. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we don't... Uh, Rage Gray is not here. Sorry, I didn't... Like... In, in the mortal plane or like in town or uh, like, to be honest i'm not sure i rode around we did a full sweep of the city and i could not sense them anywhere so should you have been able to do that i'm not super familiar yes. with this like, oh management. yes oh, okay. i should i mean i've i've met them i've seen them up close i've been in their presence long enough I, I, unless they were strategically uh, keeping about a thousand foot distance from me and was aware I was going about this, uh, they're not here or they're not alive here. Oh, so you like wouldn't be able to find a body if they were like dead? You wouldn't know if they were like stuffed in a barrel or something? Unfortunately not. That's okay. So, uh, okay. Uh, but either way they've either they've left or they're deceased so we're gonna have to do an investigation right we we have to get in their room we were thinking let sildar know i i don't know if yeah sildar's kind of not pleased about the whole missing envoy thing and i yeah. said we needed time to figure out how to get them back and clearly that didn't work so we're gonna have to have some awkward conversations with the envoys yes. pretty soon uh, our Minister of Culture is looking into some things, and I'm hoping that might be able to give us some answers. Otherwise, we're going to have to plan for overall prep. I could have bagels brought in if you'd like to wait here, 
Or do you have a different idea? Because I think the bedroom angle may have been taken care of. Should I? So we should just wait here and quote unquote confer? Yeah, or eat bagels or whatever. Like okay. we just wait for to see if we because basically if we don't get some news from Quinny, then we're going to have to start making announcements. And as far as I know, play this situation as best we can, which right. isn't great. It's not great. I'd love a little more information, but this is kind of what we got. Do we know that there's someone, I mean, or at least I heard, of course, that there was someone who had ulterior motives here or was doing something sneaky. Like, do we know, have we gotten any more evidence of that, of anyone being sneaky? Is there anything we haven't shared with each other? I mean, the one thing that I definitely know from Bucky is that Fallenmeyer Pink Blossom had a Harper sigil hidden in her stuff, and she made him promise not to tell anyone. Right. Right. All right, so I guess we got that back pocket. That sort of feels like we're just making a bigger mess than solving a mess. I'm just going to throw well, that yeah, out there. I mean, I mean, we've already... We've had several assassinations and Envoy has disappeared, but you and... are a Harper, he says, imagining how that goes. He's like, well, I don't think it goes well. That, yeah, we've that also, feels like yeah, it we've might We've not had worse. the best luck with kind of questioning Envoys and that turning out, you know, uh, That's true, and Falamire is so powerful. good. What? would never be able to overcome a mind that sharp. Sorry? She's so smart and she's so capable. You've dealt with Fallenmeyer, Pink Blossom. She's so powerful and she just, she sees the future. But is she? Is she so powerful? Yeah, absolutely. She made that, that portal work. That's interesting. We, we agreed that she had different agendas and I, I, it made me uncomfortable, but I had a conversation with her about that because you guys made some good points. But we can't no. pretend she's not the strongest wizard that we're aware of. And I say that having just come from a meeting with the Wizard Council. Look, while we're waiting for Quinny, we might as well just hush. Sorry, Wizard Council? Oh, yeah, we're, we're buying a magic school. I found one that's oh. very bad and thus affordable. And by found one, I mean okay. got told it by a guy who only knows one spell and now Annan's doing it. Okay. But you might get an expenses paid trip to Baldur's Gate if we don't all die this week. Oh. Expenses I mean, will need to be minimal. This school sounds expensive. I mean, Baldur's Gate would be interesting. I How long is it going to be before we can contact Alan again? Because honestly, with all the travel we have to do and all of everyone that we have to Listen, I agree with, with you, but so far, with, I, a Raven the only person who can really make helpful. it work is a 12-year-old. I, I got nobody it's, else. We've the no magic missile guy just does magic him. missile, and the disc guy basically is just full of crossbows. I I don't have magic people. That's why we need this school. Do you know how? To, could you send her a message? Do you, do you, do you, do you have like a, a crafty message person in any of your personas, like somebody who would know how to do this? Otherwise, I think we could send hundreds of pigeons. Most of them would die like heroes, but perhaps one of them would fly through a portal, if only by accident. If we get enough pigeons. What does Thank that you. look like, R Reginald? <laughs> what, just... I'm not really a pigeon guy, but the Horde used a lot of pigeons. They're giant, winged predators that will hunt down anything below them. They eat the living and they make the dead. Oh, wow, yeah, that's not even pigeons anymore, man. We're going to have to show you because they would not do well in a desert. No, unf unfortunately, oh. I... Well, anyways, I get all of my kind of powers from kind of life and the living things and that kind of joie de vivre type stuff and doesn't really I mean, extend into alive. ethereal stuff as much. 
or oh, so no transplaner stuff. stuff. Not really, unfortunately. Okay, well, we got some time to burn. Do you want to try to think of a way we could get in touch with Alan? I'll get bagels. You know, I mean, she's in Barovia still? Is that where that ended uh, up being, seems or like what? From what I was told, she's randomly doing portal stuff with some guy named Norden. Morden Kanan. Norden, I think was his... Ah, thank you. So, Norden Kanan. Morden He's... Kanan. What? Morden Kanan. Norden Kanan. Oh. Did You're I get funny. it? You're funny. Oh, that's that's nice. Um, so Norden Kanan oh. has been teaching her somewhere. Oh, sorry. What I, I thought assume... you actually. I thought you were making a joke. It's like mishearing me by Morden Kanan. M M M. Norden Kanan. Magic. No M is in magic missile. Normden Kanan. Normdom Kanan. Normdom Kanan. Leader of our nation, folks. Jennifer, can you roll me a persuasion check? I just... I need a persuasion check. It's confusing. Let's go to the dice. Oh, that's not great. That's intense. got peanut butter on the roof of his mouth. Well, yum, 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 is the name we're going with, I guess. I'm going to call him Mr. M. Okay, so M.M. is out there. Thank you. And he's got, I guess, I've always pictured a cave full of portals. And I imagine Alan yeah. is in the middle of the portal cave, just portaling it up or sitting and thinking probably too hard. I'm and just saying we don't know actually know where this this cave is in physical space, right? In relation oh, to I, us. I don't even know if it is in physical space. Oh. It's 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 Mr. Mr. Mam's country. I mean, having gone to Barovia, um, which was just Queenie and Reginald. Juniper, you weren't. I was. You were on there. your side adventure for that. Yeah. That was your Urza's teapot ride. Yeah. So, Reginald, you would remember that uh, Ravenloft and the Raven Gates uh, are in the uh, the castle Ravenloft uh, in Barovia. So, a, kind of a, a, a trans dimensional space. Not unlike Strixhaven, that just kind of exists in the in between, sort of in the the folds of reality, uh, and you you found your way in there by accident. You still don't really understand it. You were very happy to leave without not Pete guiding you. You don't really know how necessarily to to get back in. There's kind hmm. of a pocket dimension between different realms full of mist, portals, and monsters. It was awful. We got out of there, and I'm sure they're very happy in their marriage. Uh, don't know how to get there. Nobody does. And with that lingering in the air, we cut over to Quinny, who is definitely not fucking up stuff with envoys. We've established we're not, not going to do anything else to the envoys. You've locked Foundmire Pink Blossom out of the room. What do you want to do in this room now? <laughs> this episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Hi everybody, it's me, Bucky. They're letting me read an ad. Oh, I'm very excited. This one is for the Dum Dums and Dice Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, you can join the $15 per month tier and name NPCs that appear in the series. You'll give me a bunch of new friends to say hello to, and I'm very excited about that. I always admired Mr. Butthole for being able to say, uh, hello, new friend, to anybody, and they immediately like him, and they all become his best friend, and that's all I really want, is to have new friends as well. It gets a little lonely here at the castle, uh, and, and, you know, it would just be really nice if we it, become friends. So if you, you got someone in mind, you know, someone from maybe one of your other campaigns, or your own OC or something like that, and you want to, you know, say hi to me, well, I, I really like that. So you, if you go over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice that's d-u-m-b d-u-m-b d-i-c-e you can you can make it happen looking forward to meeting you bye i just want to resume my investigation without the most annoying person i've ever met speaking to me or looking at me or just being in the same room as me i mean patty wasn't in the room but Oh, no, no. There's a new champ. I, oh, don't, man. Don't tell Patty. Let's get to break her heart. All right. No, well, uh, yeah, go I ahead would never. With, <laughs> go ahead with an investigation check at disadvantage. Uh, it's not going to take Fallenmeyer too long to get through this door if she wants to get through this door. Okay. Uh, at disadvantage. Uh, so the disadvantage result is a one, but I'm going to re-roll that one. And let's see if uh, these great, great dice give me another one. Uh, they didn't. Uh, 10 is still, I got a 10. That's the lower of the three rolls now. Uh, so investigation, you say? Yes. That's not bad. That's a total of 16. 16. Okay. So as you were sort of starting to ascertain before you were so rudely frozen in space and time and then had all your, your, your bits adjusted, this room feels very, very empty. It really, really does feel like Raish must have passed through here with very little impact. And this would say to you as someone who is used to kind of pre-dum-dums uh, a life of thievery and th that sort of thing. This definitely feels like, a you know, if you're on a job, you would pass through a space like this and you would leave as little trace as, as Raish seems to have left in here. So yeah. quick investigation, you're not finding almost anything it literally feels like a hotel room that you know in james bond terms it's like the hotel room the sniper sets up a gun in and then leaves where is this room in relation to longadon geese's room in the 
So Long Don Geese's room hall. was at the very end of the hall because mm-hmm. uh, he was the last to arrive. Um, Raisha's room is, let's say, between Bluebeard and we'll say Nahiri Larkstep from Waterdeep. Okay, two rooms down. So We've there's been... there they've got like Nahiri. We'll say uh, Prickadicus Rickarlson, and then. Um, long and on geese at the end of the hall. So a few rooms away. This isn't a like I went through the conjoining door kind of situation. No, no, certainly. Yeah. I'm just like like you've got to come out of your room and head down this hallway. How many people do you have to pass? Everyone's outside enjoying a fireworks show, so the rooms are empty, presumably. On the side of the hall you're on, you would pass two rooms. On the other side, you would also pass two rooms. Um, one of those rooms is Sildar. One of the rooms is empty. Long and on geese is at the far end. Okay. So maybe the guards might have, uh, like, Aquini's uh, just assuming, like, Longanongis is dead, um, Raish is disappeared. Um, there's not a, a, a strong evidence. There's, like, some, but there's not a, a lot of strong evidence for Vinton Charlemagne having done it. Um, uh, especially because of what I saw through Chompy's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um uh, so maybe Raish Gray is our killer. Maybe they were the ones who killed Longadon. Um, so if there's an empty room, I want to, if I go back out, fucking Falamire's out there, I'm going to hang out in here for a little longer. Yep. Just, you know, collect my cool a little bit. Um, so this is kind of a room that someone has bolted from uh, uh, and left kind of no real footprint in. This is yeah, not a lived-in space. They would this have had like, to sleep here, so you know the the sheets are disturbed. Um, but okay. it's it's in modern hotel parlance, it's a hotel room that you don't bother to unpack in. You live yeah. out of your bag. You don't really fuck with the drawers. The soaps are still wrapped, like very yeah, very. Yeah. It, it's not like they were trying to leave no fingerprints or no trace. It was very clear who was here. It's just. The room was not enjoyed or moved into in the way, again, that Bluebeard really made a, a meal of his or Percidius where Carlson sort of turned his into like a, a, a weird, fun drinking hall experience. This yeah. really is a this room was used for exactly as much as the room needed to be used for and and no more, no less. Can I um, can I use my eye of true sight um, to see if there's any residual magic in this room? Sure. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, there isn't that you can observe and okay. not from a, I mean, it's, you know, it's been long enough that there probably wouldn't be less magic had actively been used here, but there's no lingering magical currents yeah, yeah. kind of, uh, floating around. I will say though, as you're kind of taking your moment and not w- wanting to run into Falmar, you actually hear Sildar out in the hall. Uh, can you roll me a perception check, please? Oh, Quinny. Uh, perception is a nine. Nine. All right. So you can't hear him through the door, but you hear uh, a, a lot of other voices, uh, some shuffling of footsteps, and then a, a closed door and silence. Oh, interesting. I thought I'd be getting tattled on. Okay. Uh... You may have inadvertently set yourself up for a mutually assured destruction tattling. So <laughs> you might be all right. Or you might be getting tattled on right now. Who knows? I mean, yeah, I do. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, of course you do. Um, 
What's the window situation like? <laughs> bad, bad. Yeah. Uh, we've established kind of, uh, there is some light coming in from outside, but they are heavily, heavily barred uh, in order mm. to prevent uh, invasion uh, as well as escape if someone needs, if there is a, uh, a, a diplomatic friend, quote, quote, slash hostage, we want to be able to put them up somewhere that doesn't scream prison, but quietly whispers prison. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Just working with what I have in this room, uh, if, if the bed looks like it's been slept in, I'm just going to like take the sheets off of that thing and just see if there's any foreign substance, like even just like, like dirt from boots uh in those sheets or anything like that anything that we can collect as evidence of where this person might have been before they climbed into bed or anything like that sure so there there absolutely is uh you'll recall that there the lord's alliance folk arrived on a, a wacky carriage drawn by pegasi through a portal so you find the expected amount of of dirt and you know other stray things um, similarly, you know, if you check the bathroom, the, the shower has been used like there's there. You can find traces that Raish was here, certainly. Mm -hmm. um, I would say regionally, like they're the representative of Baldur's Gate. So it's safe to assume that they came from Baldur's Gate, although you're not sure kind of how Sildar picked everyone up, whether they all met at a central place or whether they all came from their individual sites. Can you roll me a... An investigation with advantage, and this is advantage for using thieves' tools. Oh, okay. A natural 20. Hey. You want, you want the modifier so, or just the nat 20 No, nah, man, nat right. 20. Race gray what? is the bed. <laughs> <laughs> you caught me. Um, so you, as you're kind of tossing the room a little bit, you notice that the door the lock on the door seems to have been modified or at least fucked with a little bit there's some scratches from thieves tools on it uh, on your side so on the inter in the interior side and with that you start to kind of re-examine the room a little bit and you can see that all of the ways that reginald would in a paranoid state trap his room or set his room up with you know the the hair across the door all that sort of stuff as you start to look around you notice that all the drawers everything else there is something to indicate on all of these things whether or not they've been opened or there was one that has fallen away so what you ascertain from all this with your nat 20 is that Raish was very clearly paranoid about something to the point of possibly taking apart the lock and putting it back together okay well, with that revelation, I'll go to the door, unlock it, uh, and uh, open it a crack to see if it's just Fallon Meyer standing out there. Hallway's empty. Open you can it hear a wider. Stick my head out. Yeah, no one's in the hallway. You can hear a variety of voices coming from Sildar's room. There seems to be kind of a loud conversation occurring there uh, between the envoys, uh, and you can hear for lack of better terms, okay, everybody tone coming from Sildar. You're not quite sure what it is, but no one is standing out here ready to give you shit for roughing up an envoy. So that means <laughs> something. Okay. Yeah. I'll uh, discreetly close the door to Raish's room and I'll go over to Sildar's room and press my ear against the door. 
pressing your ear and your luck. Okay, give me perception at... I'm the minister of culture, man. This is what I'm supposed to do. Okay, you know what? Roll me a stealth <laughs> check, and then that'll okay. determine whether you get advantage on your perception. Oh, wow. Another bad roll. Uh, that was a two. Stealth, so that's a 17. <laughs> just, uh, you, you know what? You didn't take the harness off. It's just jangling around it's as you're walking around. It's really, yeah, yeah it's really uh, ruining your, your normal stealthiness. Okay, so stealth is successful, so that means it'll give you advantage on the perception check as you put your ear against the door. And that's a one. Uh, so I re-roll a one. Yep. So that's a two. So the Jesus. advantage roll then is a third one, or is that it? I rolled with advantage. I got a one and a two, so I take well, the two. Well, but you've got halfling luck, so you would re-roll that one. Re-roll. Okay, so the so get one, one is re-rolled is a two, so I get yep. one more. And it's those two results combined for a 12. Not 12? adding, just putting okay. a one and a two beside each other. <laughs> Fair. You don't get a lot. Um, what it sounds like is uh, Sildar trying to... Uh, calm everyone down and, and kind of orchestrate the room. But the voices you're hearing, it sounds more like mild outrage that everyone is tr stuck in this room. And you're sort of hearing muffled tones of like, well, I, I, I just want to make sure that everyone is clear on, on exactly what the procedures in the castle are. I've been asked by uh, Annan, who's looking over things to make sure that everyone is aware of the procedures here, because it seems that people aren't. And there's a lot of like, who cares? Like, blah, blah, blah. like you can hear, uh, I keep bringing him up, but he's the right guy to do it. Uh, Perkidius for Carlson, uh, loudly jawing on about how much he wants to be out enjoying, uh, you know, the culture of Asgard right now, not stuck in Sildar's room. Um, and Quinny, this very much sounds to you like someone who is wielding bureaucracy to tie up a bunch of important people. Um, but the fact that Fallenmeyer isn't here means she is in there. So that's bought you a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go check the empty room or the room that should have been vacant. Sure. Um, which is, as I understand it, beside so Longadon's room. You can think of this as a long or hallway. across the hall from it. So long hallway, Longadon Geese's room was at the very end. So mm -hmm. it's the only door, it faces the hallway. Everything else oh, okay. lines the hallway. So at the end of the hallway, you've got, God help me, uh, Percadius for Carlson, one side, empty room, other side, Longadon Geese, far into the room. The only way out of this hallway is the elevator that has the two guards who have been able to report on who's coming and going. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you go to that room. You open it and you are hit by the smell of stale air. Uh, this room is is undisturbed. There doesn't seem to be, you know, it's it's an unused room for some time. There weren't exactly a lot of diplomatic missions going on during the 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 lich ownership of of a car. Sure. Okay. Um, then I guess satisfied with the sort of very obvious state that the room has not been. Uh, like no one's been in here for some time. Um, I think I need to find Reginald, who basically I last got this investigation information from to kind of bring each other up to speed on what we were all up to last night and Great. today. So, uh, so I'm go the guards are able to direct you. They saw Reginald and Juniper go up the uh, elevator victory, so they're able to direct you upstairs. Uh, so, Quinny, you arrive uh, to the the sort of royal council chamber as the the various uh theories on how to reach an unreachable place grind to a, an alarming halt 
yet again resting on the shoulders of a 12-year-old future 2099 boy to figure out how portals work. Uh, and you, you enter to find Juniper and Butthole looking somewhat vexed, Reginald looking somewhat relieved that no one knows how to contact spooky, spooky horror dimension. Uh, and that is the the state you enter into. I'll just walk in and say, uh, hey, everyone, uh, any luck finding Raish Gray? No, uh, no sign. No sign of them anywhere, anywhere. I think. Did you find anything? Because that'd be yeah. great. I think they've probably left town. Um, they, um, uh, well, I should say I bumped into Fallenmeyer. Uh, and she leveled the accusation that Raish Gray was a Harper. Uh, so kind of like an undercover operative, uh, not who they seem to be. Now, I thought Fallenmeyer was the Harper. Where did we find the Harper seal? All right, here's the one thing I do know, says Reginald stepping forwards. Bucky found the Harper sigil inside Fallenmeyer's room. Then Fallenmeyer swore Bucky to silence in a way that technically he didn't promise anything, but she thought he did. Turns out, hell of a diplomat. So he came and told us right away. So this could be her casting aspersions elsewhere because she's actually the Harper, or it could be the truth. I don't know. Or okay. maybe she realized Bucky was definitely going to tell us, and then this is an excellent ploy, either on Raish, who she may have disappeared, or because Raish disappeared, so why not blame them anyways? She needs a cover. Or again, right. what she's saying is true. Well, there's evidence in... Um Hmm. Uh, your majesty, I can't yes. tell you how I know this, but I do know that there is evidence in Raish Gray's room of a sort of paranoid, very cagey, secretive person staying there. Um, measures have been taken to make sure that every kind of opening that is drawers, doors, windows, uh, uh, could be, it could be detected whether they were opened without that person's presence. So Raish hmm. Gray lives a very secretive, very, I would say, high-tension lifestyle full of paranoia. Possibly like someone on a secret mission. That, okay, so... So either someone who is on a secret mission or someone who is aware that there might be someone on a secret mission to harm them. Well, the person you're describing that way in the latter... Uh, is what Fallenmeyer claims to be. And she doesn't right. seem to be all that careful at all. I tricked her out of, I, I locked her out of her room. Like, it was very easy. Um, uh, dare I ask, you did what to get information? How, how, how? There were questions that were asked, and none of them were, what does Fallenmeyer Pink Blossom know? So how did that happen? Uh... Well, Fallenmeyer and I uh, bumped into each other, um, and she cast some accusations my way. Paralyzed me, magically, by the way. Uh, uh. But uh, I, you know, being the bigger person, oh, I love this, uh, 
let bygones be bygones. So I'm really the better, the better person. Just make sure that that's on the record. But uh, that's how we got to talking, how she got to telling me, accusing me almost of being a Harper, which now that I think about it, I think I am. Aren't we Harpers? Are you uh, Harpers? Technically, I think we signed up back in Fandolin, but then we like never talked to them again. Yeah, so it's like, sort who, of like it's, it's joining nothing, a club right? in university. Who cares? Yeah. Admittedly, I don't know very much about the Harpers, so this could be a big thing, but I'm a king now and a god. I solemnly swear to renounce all membership of the Harpers. There you go. I did it officially. Uh, no oh, I solemnly swear to whatever, whatever the Harpers. Yeah. Okay, good. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. We're not. Uh, wit- no witnessed. club can force you to be a member. Witnessed. <laughs> there you go. Chief Justice See, Juniper all... coming in in a clutch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's Bing, all bang, legally go. binding. That's okay. Care. So I'm thinking we've kind of hit the end of everything we can do investigatorially, which would mean uh, if we wait any longer, we're just going to look worse when we relay a series of bad news items. It's fortunately that, that all this happened last night. So yeah, we're we're actually on a we're 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 pretty on track, as it were, in terms of last night. We have some things to say about last night. Some things happened. You know, that's not bad. If it was like last week this happened, then yeah, we look like real fuck ups. But I I I just got a question here for like the next part of this investigation. What do we know about Rache Gray? I I I feel like I just saw them in passing. Like once when they showed up, like, what are they like? All these other people are like these big characters. Fallon Meyer, I can't fucking like, Rache disappears. I can't get Fallon to leave me the fuck alone. Like, like some of these people are big people. And I feel like I don't know anything about who Rache Gray is or was. Does anybody know who Rache Gray was? Who did we let into our castle? Okay. For, for Baldur's the record, Gate. Get, that's all. That's all we know, get, right? They got sent by the Lord's Alliance. So uh, we didn't invite, uh, just to, to reiterate, none of this was a choice. This was all, they showed up and they're the reason Cormier didn't kill us. So we play nice with them. We're trying to play nice with everybody, but we didn't pick a single envoy. So honestly, zone of truth inside our little room. Uh, <laughs> if Rach is an asshole, that's not our fuck up is like... A kingdom. We we didn't choose their ambassador. That that nation, that city, chose their own envoy that they sent. Um, do you think, Quinny, you could realistically find out anything more that would be pertinent for me to share with the Lord's Alliance when we reveal everything that's happened in like the next hour or two? Because I don't think Sildar can buy us any more than that. Also, Sildar's buying us time currently. Smash cut to Sildar's room like, I understand that not all of you like tea, but I insist <laughs> that you try this particular variety. I understand it's in all of your rooms. and You may have tried it, but this one is different, I assure you. Smash cut back. Uh, oh, well, that makes sense. I Yeah, I, I heard that going on. Uh, so... Yeah. So, like, we basically have like until Sildar... I. I we need to come up with what is going to be said before Sildar runs out of time. Otherwise, we're just going to have a bunch of people show up because we're going to have to reveal that Longa Don Geese is dead. We're going to have to reveal that we saw all those people get murdered. Like, we didn't see it, but like, they all got murdered outside. I got the whoa, angle whoa. on pretty much. A bunch of all people of got murdered outside? Oh, man, we're really bad at communicating collectively. <laughs> okay, so. I mean, I, I, I went Juniper, to Vincent you- Charlemagne because a warlock. Eldritch Blast blew Longadon Geese's head off. I thought it must be her. Um, she doesn't have a rock solid alibi per se, but she's got her wyvern that 
I did like a little bit of a mind meld to just kind of see if Chompy noticed any, had any highlights for the night. And it was all just the assassination attempt. So Chompy wasn't involved in any other stuff, but that doesn't explain away an Eldritch Blast. But I think she was just waiting at her place to meet me. All right. So, uh, I was going to say, Juniper, do you want to explain what we found outside of town in case it gives Quinny some new ideas? I'd explain, but I'm not that smart right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you not know any of this? Um, There were about, what is it, eight, eight bodies, Reginald, that we found? Eight dead? I'm not that smart, but I believe it. Eight about eight. Give or take more. Damarins on the outskirts of town? Uh... Looked like this was a group that was with Longadon geese, kind of ready to go. I, okay, more. They were just on. Um, they were just outside town, or? and and yes. Quinny, these would sound to you like the people that the uh, your fellow conspirators had told you were waiting outside of town, like the yeah. the Damaran group. And we we also found that their bodies had been ravaged by what seemed to have been weapons that may have had wyvern claws on them or or may at least made to look like wyvern claw marks oh, but was made to look like a wyvern consistent attack. with an actual wyvern but okay so it's a, frame frame a bunch of exploded heads and what looked like the wyvern yeah. did it classic frame job or so yeah. it would okay. seem so yeah frame job so then does that mean that longadon was in it and his death was part of his plan you say we can't find his soul no, I tried to bring him back from the dead and it didn't work. So the best theory we Does have... Does he have for... a way to move his soul? No, no, no. Yeah, I know. We tried that too. No, no, no. So it turned out we got some general feedback. and It seems like most likely he sold his soul at some point so that when it went, it was spoken for. That's why he couldn't come back. Because logically, if he was just doing it for the queen, he'd have popped back into that body in a second. We'd have got a lot of answers. Instead, I got a body with a head but no soul. I'm just going to say, selling your soul... I mean, that's that's warlock stuff, and he hated warlocks. Uh, I don't, I don't, okay, maybe, but... Butthole, can you roll me an insight check, please? Sure. 29. <laughs> um, as you're, you're puzzling through all of this, uh, something that came up with the wizards sort of drifts back to you, and uh, you recall Kevin... Dear Kevin, uh, describing his process and uh, saying that uh, he learned Fireball from a scroll. Scrolls aren't really something you guys have fucked with too much, but something, you know, just in your gut, in your 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 moon hammer born instincts, uh, just clicks about uh, the possibility of scrolls being used in magic attacks rather than wizards being used in magic attacks. Oh, man. So I talked to this guy, Kevin, earlier. Unrelated. We're buying a magic school. Um, and he well, uh, said he learned magic from a scroll. So this assassin could have just read a scroll or something. Then, bam, no head. And that could be anybody. Almost. All, all, I mean, most assassins can, can read. Most people can. The education system is relatively solid outside of this country. Just, just okay. as a point of order, there needs to be more education about the dangers of scrolls because... Oh, yeah, it's no, led a we lot should of abolish people reading. astray. No, anyway. Yeah, yeah, just Sorry, no literature just... at all. No, it's, we're going to keep literature. We're going to keep teaching people to read. Your parents Quinny, are in charge of the education. What is huh. what stat have we been using for your warlocky knowledge? Um, so I, I think question. it's like technically arcana, but also I think no, it's probably arcane. Um, okay, 
I plus Arcana one. Then. <laughs> uh, so go ahead and roll me an Arcana, please. Or a History, I take either one. I think they're probably both the same stat. They are. Uh, yeah. Total of 11. 11? Uh, you don't know a tremendous amount about Warlock stuff, which yeah. it occurs to you now dealing with this and dealing with Vint and Charlemagne that you're kind of accidentally, speaking of clubs, accidentally part of a club you know very little about. You yeah. were kind of accidentally given the powers by an asshole who didn't really tell you what they were for. You've gotten used to using them and you can use them quite well, but you don't understand them. They just kind of happen for you. Uh, so yeah. it occurs to you that seeking out someone who knows more about warlocking, who maybe you're not boning, might be uh, advisable down the road. But something that you certainly haven't heard of before is Eldritch Blast being a general skill that people have. It feels very pact-based. It feels very warlock-based. You've Even with an 11, you've never heard of that being on a scroll. It's not to say it couldn't be. It's just very strange. Okay. Uh, yeah, look, in the time that I've spent chatting with Vinton about an entire nation of warlocks, she's, you know, explained to me kind of how that works. And like, there is a very serious pledge that goes on to get that power. I, it, feel, it feels like it's very protected exclusive mm -hmm. power when you're talking about an eldritch blast um you need to promise you need to pledge yourself you need to uh, i mean in, in my as i understand it the way i experienced it you got to offer up your soul to get the power like it's a serious pact right so the fact that it's just written down on a piece of paper for some asshole to use doesn't quite track with me but maybe that's the case but i I don't know, because the godsense told me that there's a scroll involved in this somehow, and I don't know how that works. If it's not that, then what's the scroll? Reishi disappearing? Well, like, what What about what about uh, reincarnation or something like that? A spell like that? Uh, like, I, I just have a hard time believing that Longadon and everyone under him is a patsy in a frame job. I just, for some reason, think Longadon was in on it. And that it would be with a scroll, I guess, easy enough to blow your own head off and walk out of here in an object, in another body, or something like that. Okay. I l yeah. Listen, I agree that that's all totally possible. So here's the challenge I set before you three as my most capable servants yeah, in this whole realm. Yeah, here we go. Prove if Longadon Geese used a scroll to zap himself into a new reincarnated body to be able to walk out of here, I need you to prove it in the next hour. Otherwise, I'm going to have to call that army from Cormier and outside and hope they have a cleric who can cast Zone of Truth. And then I'm going to have to have them come in here and Zone of Truth me, the king of this nation, to explain what we found and how we are not at fault. And then just pray to me that the Lord's Alliance and Cormier and everybody else believes it. Or I think we're fucked. All right. Well, if a scroll was used, it was used in that room, we assume. So, Sheriff, you might as well wheel your way back in there and you put on your investigating accent. We got to find some scroll fragments or something to even start this thing. All right, if you need my assistance, I'll do what I can. And Reginald cracks a gem and snorts it and says, We got ourselves a ticking clock, friends. It's time to solve this here mystery to prevent a war. And so, dum-dums, 
together at last. And smart smarts. The party <laughs> smart smarts. Party of smart smarts. Why is that a less intelligent sounding name than dumb dumbs? <laughs> Look, if the smart shoe fits, uh, finally reunited, all of you make your way back towards Long Don Geese's room, needing to solve once and for all what occurred in that room to that envoy in the next hour before the angry army of Cormier rolls over. And then you got to get your ass to Sembia, where a bunch of the undead are still fucking waiting for you. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at El Hamstring on Twitter, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at DelBorovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christopher Little, George Dolby, Richard Cranium, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Logan, Fire on Friendly, Grandma Likes D&D, Alan, Stabby Stranger, Glitch Trick, Flynn1138, Alorraine Okapi, Schrodinger's Pepper, Guy Edwards, Madre de Gatos, Lady Maiden, Garbo Ape, Locke, Sam Schaefer, Waffle Marine, Dagger Rain, Rob L, Dia De Los Hoodless, Squishy Werewolf, Remy Funky Head, Nomad, the wise paladin of the Badlands, Accent Therapeutic Services in Florence, Kentucky, Lail, Shulzari, The Long Family, Jordan Oliver, Richard Wright, Brittany Fenwick, Alex Parr, Old Man Mojo, Dragonfly, The Body Barrelers, Megan Werner, A Man Out of Time, Curtis at FingertechRobotics.com, Panda24NN, Shendra D, Your Homeboy Bones, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at Patreon.com slash DumDumDice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Sure I can't get you a drink? Uh, I, um... They'd had a moment, hadn't they? That afternoon when Garrett had smiled just like this, warm-eyed and amused in a way that made Tony want another cigarette, but also want to step forward and... Hey, Kate, what are you writing? Ah! New text post on Thursday, May 21st. Title... Why you should be watching Selkirk. So, Selkirk fandom, who wants to read my 5,000-word essay, Garrett, last name, Secret Werewolf? I'm Kate, by the way. They kissed? 
I think I lucked out when I found Selkirk. Because if I'd loved something else, I would have made friends, and I would have been able to read a ton of great stories. But this way? I met you. Me and Day You, a new story about love and fandom from the Procyon Podcast Network.